episode 49 of All About Fitness. On today's episode of All About Fitness, I interview David Harris. David is the Vice President of Human Performance at Equinox. Equinox is a high-end health club with locations, more than 80 locations in the United States, Canada, and the United Kingdom. As a VP of Human Performance, David helps establish a vision for how the company optimizes health and human performance for all of its club members. Now, this is important to note because many health club companies out there struggle to maintain staff. At some of the larger commercial gyms, staff turnover can be as high as almost 80 to 100% a year, meaning they're constantly getting new trainers in and out the door. Equinox has established, Equinox teaches its staff the pillars of movement, which is all forms of exercise, nutrition, self-explanatory, and regeneration. Regeneration involving recovery and how we take care of our bodies after exercise so our body adapts to exercise. One of David's jobs at Equinox is the chair of the health advisory panel. Now, we talk about this today, and I want you to remember, and and I, I stop at one point during the interview, and I make a specific point, this is a health club company. It is much, much more than a gym. I know if you've been a member of a gym before, you think of you know banging noise, large guys grunting, you know women running around in skimpy clothes. You think of the smells. You know it, it, that's our typical way to gym, but Equinox is much, much more. They really try to create a lifestyle. It's a whole lifestyle experience. And I have you know up front, I'm, I'm a group fitness instructor for Equinox. Um, I have been uh, been worked with Equinox as a consultant, as an education consultant, and I've gotten to know a number of the people that work for the organization in the past number of years, and I have nothing but the highest respect for what they do. And I want to be perfectly clear. This is not a commercial for Equinox. It really isn't. I'm not trying to do infomercial for them, but what I'm trying to do on my podcast is bring bring you, the podcast listener and the fitness consumer, the best information about fitness out there. And in my opinion, just from being an outside observer, from a large-scale health club, meaning more than 50 locations, Equinox is one of the best in the industry, if not the best in the industry, at educating their trainers and educating their staff. And that's why I want to speak with David today, because I wanted to go into the process of how they do that. Their health advisory panel, which David chairs, is pretty phenomenal. They have some of the 15, you know, they have 15 experts, not just in, in the field of exercise science, that's a given. They don't have experts just in nutrition. Again, that's a given. But they have microbiologists or molecular biologists on their panel. They have medical doctors. They have neurologists. They they, they have doctors which study the human genome. Now, you don't realize this, but exercise affects us and changes our body down to cellular level. So if we really want to understand how exercise is affecting our body, we have to understand what's happening with the human genome. And we go into that a little bit today. It's pretty fascinating stuff. Again, this is a health club company. Dave is not the head of research at a, at a private think tank. He's, he's not a research scientist at, at, at an elite university. David is the vice president of human performance for a health club company. Now, that's an important distinction to make because at most health club companies, an executive at David's level is a ti- has the title of vice president of fitness. And their job focuses specifically or primarily on generating revenue through the sale of personal training services. How do they expand the personal training business? How do I maximize revenue from that? And so on. And and yes, that is a component of David's job. But really what's important and the reason why I'm interviewing David today is because his role is involved in so much more. After a brief word from the sponsors of All About Fitness, we'll have our discussion today with David Harris, the Vice President of Human Performance for Equinox. 
of the weight is a moving mass. An active motion bar can help you strengthen your fascia and elastic connective tissue, as well as your muscle, which is important for staying injury-free during the aging process. Research has found that exercising with an active motion bar can be up to 170% more effective than using traditional weighted bars. Active motion bar, let the resistance move you. www.activmotionbar.com Fitness is the maker of the new TerraCore, which is a step, bench, balance trainer, and multifaceted exercise tool combined into one single platform. Go to VICOREFitness.com to see the newest piece of equipment that will be taking the fitness industry by storm in 2017. Use the code AAF to save 20% on purchasing a TerraCore of your own. TerraCore by Vicor Fitness. Vicor Fitness. Better results from better products. Hi, I'm Pete McCall. This is All About Fitness. And today I'm speaking with David Harris, the uh, Vice President of Health and Human Performance for Equinox. So, David, how long have you been with Equinox? Uh, This year will be my 23rd year, so uh, almost since the beginning of the company. And why the, the title of Health and Human Performance? I think that's such a cool and unique title in our industry. Uh, well, I would say the impetus for that came from the brand itself. We are a very performance-based lifestyle brand. And so the emphasis is really on how we can increase the quality of life and the sustainability of lifestyle for our customers. So when we talk about human performance, we're talking about Activities of daily living, we're talking about people who are type A personalities, who are changing time zones and dealing with all kinds of stresses on their physiological system, as well as their psychology, and how can we create services and address their needs in a way that's really constructive and beneficial. Well, and then that, that leads right into the next question, which is, how is Equinox different from other health clubs? Well, the focus at Equinox is really increasingly on uh, how do we maximize the lives of our customers. And um, since, since we view everything within that lifestyle context, for us it really isn't just about being a fitness club, but really about delivering services that span the movement, nutrition, and regeneration matrix. So, um, and I think our hotel concept, which I'll talk about a little bit later, fits within that context. So we want to be able to serve people, meet them where they're at in their life, um, and to address them not just in terms of their health and well-being, but in terms of how they live their lives on a daily basis. And I think, and see, I think so many health clubs right now just cater to the fact of hey, we're here, we're four walls, and we're a bunch of equipment. And I don't think they, they look to, you know, enhance their, their, members, their members' lives. What's the feedback then from, from the membership at Equinox? How have they responded to, to this approach? Well, you know, I mean, Equinox has always been the, the brand leader as far as, you know, designing and creating clubs that create a very unique experience, not just from the quality of our 
trainers and our massage therapists and all of the services we deliver, but but from the design of the clubs, the look and feel of the clubs, and so on and so forth. Um, so there's always been a very positive response to that aspect of our business. But now that we're starting to broaden this out into more of a lifestyle matrix, um, response has been extremely positive. And I would say the area where it's come most to life is through the Tier X coaching program, which is our highest level of training and coaching Um those members are currently probably receiving the best distillation of that concept. Uh, and then as we build out the hotel and we begin to enrich our regeneration and nutrition offerings, it will reach a broader swath of people. And that's, and see, that's such a huge thing because you guys are taking the, the idea of fitness and the idea of, of working with, you know, what traditionally we've called a trainer and you're evolving that into into a whole new concept and a whole new paradigm. Um, so, what is what exactly is the TRX, and how is health coaching different than traditional personal training? Well, when we created TRX, which was originally, by the way, known as Tier Four, we recently rebranded it as TRX. Uh, we were looking at the idea of creating a better evolution for the personal trainer to really um, expand the possibilities for them in terms of what they could offer a client. And there are a lot of great trainers out there who I think have very good coaching instincts. They get a lot of feedback from their clients. They try to give them the best in terms of nutrition and lifestyle, but it's never really been codified into a formal structure with education around it that really looks at things like psychology, coaching behaviors, um, uh, how do we address the sleep aspect? Because sleep is really about behavior, and there's a whole series of behavioral characteristics that lead a person to actually sleep better or not sleep well at all. And it's all about choice. So when we look at this idea of coaching, we're really looking at how can we uh, give the coaches the tools to really impact the behavioral choices of their clients and do it with really codified, educated approach? Uh, that, I think, is very unique, and it's taking us, taking us some time to build that. Well, just, just on a side note, um, before uh, you know, a number of years ago, I was the director of education for Millennium Partners, the Sports Club LA. Uh, right. You guys acquired them in 2014. And that was my goal for the Advantage program um, when I was there, was I was trying to work towards having the, the, the top-tier trainers be health coaches. It was just a matter of trying to get buy-in from, from the fitness staff. And one of the things that I think you guys have done really well is you've used your health advisory board as a way to kind of help guide your, you know, your decision-making and, and what you do. So can you talk a little bit about what your health advisory board is and, and, the, and the people you have on that? Well, the Health Advisory Board is really a bit of a think tank. And when we come together two times a year, we come together with a very clear agenda that is iterative. That is to say, it, it, it's something that's in constant development. And we usually bring to them a series of initiatives that we're working on internally. And we look to get their input and to get their point of view and advice on not only the implementation, but perhaps just on the veracity of the ideas themselves. And so um, they have a tremendous influence on our programming 
choices, on our approach, and on our strategic direction. And when I think about the people on that board, you know, it's really crosses the spectrum of movement nutrition regeneration. We have people from the exercise physiology and the kinesiology world. We have physicians. We have um, psychologists. We have motivational speakers and sort of people on the marketing side. So there's a very good balance of voices there that are meant to really help us craft uh, our point of view and direction. And that's and how has that you know in terms of how have you been able to implement their is that where TRX came from is that how you implement their advice and their input? No, actually, Tier Four was born in 2004 at Equinox, and so it evolved into TRX. So it's the same concept. It's just become more sophisticated over time. And when I say something is iterative, you know, we've we've had great input from people like John Berardi, who we've done the whole precision nutrition platform with. John has been a longtime uh, colleague and associate and uh, friend uh, and board member who's, through his programming and thought process, really added immeasurably to the nutritional education of our trainers. Um, But it's one thing to have an education. It's another thing to know how to implement that within a coaching framework. And so to that end, we've taken a lot of input from two of our psychologists who sit on the board and are really very adept at understanding how to craft conversations that really have impact. So that's a very good example of sort of how those two spheres come together to create service. And that's and that's an important thing because I think most people will look at, again, it comes back to the concept that you guys are trying to create an environment, you're trying to create a, um, a a whole service that transcends the traditional fitness experience. So one of the, one of the purposes of this podcast is to discuss how exercise and how fitness can slow down the biological aging process. Mm-hmm. Do you think, from your point of view, is this possible? Uh, well, I think you know. There's an old saying that that for the first sixty years of our lives, we're pretty much dictated by our genes. You know, we can get away with a lot or maybe not, depending on the cards that have been dealt to us. And then after 60, a lot of the research is saying that you're kind of on your own. It's all lifestyle after that. <laughs> yeah. And, it's, and I think that's where people begin to notice, you know, really dramatic changes in their, in their health and well-being. Um, and a lot of it's predicated on the decisions they've made up to that point. Um, so, yeah, I think we're all dealt these genetic cards, and I think this world of genetics, which is something we're also looking at, is is really interesting and just really at the beginnings of being understood. Um, you know, it's different when you look at gene SNPs versus the entire genome, human genome, and it's it, it's it's you know very easy to reach conclusions based on you know SNPs that are out there that may give you some indication of your behavior, habits, or tendencies versus really understanding how all of this comes together when it meets with lifestyle and environment. Now, so, I just want to – sorry, sorry, Dave. I just want to interject for a second and take a pause for listeners because here we are. We're talking to, to the vice president of, of an extremely large and successful fitness and health club company, and you're talking about the human genome. I mean, isn't that something that, that – I mean, I look at that, and that's such a, a groundbreaking and transcending – kind of thought process in our industry 
Do you think, um, and how do you think that really, is that what sets Equinox apart from other clubs, the fact that you guys consider this type of uh, thought process in your programming? Well, yes, I do. I think it's a, I think it is a big thing that sets us apart. And, and I'm proud to say that, you know, we have Dr. Jeffrey Bland on our board, who is the founder of the Institute for Functional Medicine, who is uh, also working with Lee Hood, who is with the Institute of Systems Biology, someone else I know very well and have built a relationship with. And we're, we're, we're looking at the research that is occurring in areas that will eventually find their way into our domain. And so there's no better way to really understand what the future holds than to go out and look at the wider spectrum of things that are impacting our culture and our health. And so I would say that's a, that's a extremely uh, uh, intentional focus that I personally have been committed to. And now you, you've discussed movement, nutrition, and regeneration as the three pillars of kind of the guiding principles of what Equinox does in fitness. We've talked a little bit about nutrition with John Berardi, and I'll have a link to Precision Nutrition in the show notes. What does movement mean, and and, and why not just exercise? Why, why movement? Well, because movement is really is really fundamental to life. When you come out of the wound and you start to crawl, you're not thinking about exercise. You're thinking about moving. Um. And in the last stages of life, at the other end of that bookend, um, moving for many people becomes the chief challenge in life. Everything that occurs in between is a spectrum of movement, of which exercise is a part. So when we think about this idea of movement, we're really thinking about how do we move in three dimensions? How do we move functionally to help us optimize performance in a variety of areas, be it outdoor activities, gym activities, um, walking across the street. And sometimes we don't really have full appreciation until we lose function. Then all of a sudden, we become intensely focused on this idea of function. And at some point, everybody has that sort of light switch that turns on that says, boy, have I taken my body for granted. And it doesn't matter how fit you are. Everyone has that moment at some point in time where this, there's this humbling um, circumstance which brings you to a greater awareness. And, and then the, the, the other component of that, regeneration, what is exactly regeneration and how do you integrate that into, into the Equinox members' programs? Well, regeneration, really, when you think about it, is the ability of our bodies to reset after – extreme amounts of stimulation. So basically you're talking about the parasympathetic system. How do you create better parasympathetic tone? And just to give you one clear example of that, it's sleep. You know, we know sleep is very much in the uh, gestalt these days when we think about, you know, what's top of mind for the consumer and, and, and why is that? And it's a lot of it's influenced by technology and the distractions and the constant being on and the disruption of sleep patterns for people. So one of the things we are very proud of having done through our partnership with UCLA was to actually do a study to look at the impact of sleep coaching on fitness outcomes. And the intent of that study was to see if 
that if we codified a sleep coaching model and we implemented that in a controlled fashion, um, could what would the outcomes be? And that study is going to be published this year, and the outcomes are truly eye-opening. And, and see, again, I'm, I'm going to reiterate the fact I'm not talking to a professor of, of human performance. I'm not talking to a researcher in the field. I'm talking to the vice president of, of a health club who's really looking, because the next question I have is, how do, how do Equinox trainers, how do, how, why are Equinox trainers considered the best in the industry? And you've already answered that question, but how do Equinox trainers stand apart from other, from other trainers and coaches in our field? Well, I think it's their dedication to, uh, to their desire to always be more aware and more enriched in terms of the education that they have at their disposal uh, really taking it, using it, and then applying it uh, in the real world. And, you know, my own dedication to really elevating what I think is one of the most important roles in the world today, and that's really personal training and health coaching. Um, and I personally have been very dedicated to building this bridge between the fitness world and the clinical world. There's this space that is in between, that both can dialogue and create really constructive health outcomes for those who choose to participate. And that's really what I think the role of the personal trainer and the health coach is going to be in the coming years. And did you, when you started, and, you know, I, I sent you a quick note, but part, I looked on your LinkedIn profile, when you started in this field in the early 90s, I mean, you started, you know, you said you started almost at the beginning with Equinox. Did you have any concept that this is where it would go and where it would evolve to? Well, you know, I knew from my background in athletics and my own studies that, 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 the, that the capability of changing the human body through repeat stimulus and through careful attention was something that I, that I was pers personally fascinated by. And, you know, from my background, first as a long-distance runner, then taking 10, 15 years and going in the complete opposite direction and becoming a competitive bodybuilder where I was a natural pro, it wasn't so much the act of building tons of muscle and posing and all of that stuff that I found interesting. It was the way in which that triumvirate of MNR came together to transform the body that I found so fascinating. And even then, I knew that my health indices, my metrics, when I'd go to visit my doctor, there were startling changes when my diet became super clean. And um, that, that crystallized an interest in me in how that would apply to the general population. And, and I think that's a really, because you're talking about so many things that can have such an impact overall on health. Do you think, especially with all the debate we have, and one of the things I, I enjoy seeing on social media, or we seem to have some of the same um, political views, and we won't delve into that, but um, do you think, how, how much of a role do you think fitness in, in places like Equinox will play in the future with, with healthcare? And, and do you think that, that having a trainer or having a health coach will be an essential part of, of wellness and of preventative healthcare going forward? Well, I certainly hope so. The political winds as they're blowing today do not seem to suggest that we're headed in that direction, sadly. Um, and But I do think that probably the most valuable asset anyone has is their health. And for that reason, um, 
there's a tremendous opportunity there to help empower people to take charge of it. And for those people who really have the desire to get that and do that, I think the sky's the limit for anyone entering into this field today. The question is meeting the audience where they're at, being able to dialogue with them, being able to coach them gradually. You know, I think people at the upper echelon of society obviously have much more access, and that's our demographic at Equinox. But what interests me also are the people in the middle and lower uh, parts of the economic ladder because they are what they are the groups that are driving healthcare costs up. So to the extent that we can provide more information, um, be more interactive, provide more uh, empowering steps for them to truly own their health, I think the better off the country is. Uh, but as I said, unfortunately, I don't think you know that's the focus right now. But I think it will be inevitably. And uh, we only got a couple more minutes, and, and I, re I really, really appreciate your time. You mentioned a little bit earlier, and I've seen this in, in, in the media about Equinox moving into a whole new field of hotels. And what is what's that going to look like, and, and how is that going to be different than what we currently experience? Well, uh, our first hotel will open at the new Hudson Yards complex in Manhattan. It's, a, it's probably the largest real estate development going on now in the United States. It is a huge parcel of land that sits on the Hudson River on the west side of Manhattan, uh, spanning about eight blocks or so uh, going north to south, um, and then another two, three, four, five blocks maybe going east to west. Uh, depending on how you view a block, right? Because depending on the size of the avenues, you know, the density of the blocks shift. But it's a huge parcel. It's a huge parcel of land. And the hotel is going to be a major anchor point for Equinox because that is the place where the, the entire vision of M&R is really going to come together. So the hotel, as we are conceiving it, is really about – creating a lifestyle oasis for people to come to with the idea of helping the traveler, the person who is sort of breaking time zones and, you know, under stress and, you know, the business traveler that we know so well, how can we optimize the regeneration spirit uh, in the hotel room? How can we create a really well-crafted experience that allows them to have the best sleep um, the best way to recover from stress, be it work or travel. Uh, so there will be components in that space that will address that in a very clear and direct fashion. We will also have a 60,000-square-foot Equinox Club, which will be attached to that as well as a restaurant uh, that will be part of the hotel. So in that way, we see the whole vision of M&R coming together and really being memorialized in one space. We also have another six or seven uh, properties uh, throughout the United States that are currently under development. That's and and you you talk about this not only from an operation standpoint, but also from personal experience. I mean, you recently shared some of your um, how should we call it your travel your your uh, significant yes. travel challenge. So what what are your secrets, with David? When you hop from if you live in New York um, and, you, and you work frequently in LA, what are your secrets for how do you how do you manage the challenges of travel? Well, I think probably one of the best things that uh, that I do is really think about how how are the time zone changes affecting my physiology. So probably the hardest is when you fly from west to east. 
because you're you're thrown forward in time when your body clock has essentially reset to Pacific time. And that's a very harsh change because you're actually still asleep if you're arriving into New York early in the morning, right? If you take a red eye, you're going to be landing 536 o'clock. It's really 3 in the morning, West Coast time. I don't really do those flights anymore. Yeah. So that's where it's really super exaggerated. But even so, if you don't and you still arrive in New York, it's 10 o'clock at night, you go to bed, you still get up in the morning, and then even if you had seven hours of sleep, you're still tired because your body has now effectively been reset to that clock. So, so I think, you know, one has to consider how long are you going to be in a particular time zone, and that's going to dictate, you know, how you're going to eat, when you're going to eat, when you're going to stop eating, what time you're going to go to bed, all of those things have to be carefully thought through. If you're only there for two or three days, it's best to stay on your time zone. Now, I'm in L.A. for a week, so that's much harder. But if I was only here for a couple of days, I would try my best to stay on my East Coast time clock. That's a huge, I mean, that, that's a huge, huge helpful hint. Now, last question here um, before, before I let you get back to your schedule. What do you really see kind of happening in, in the future of, of fitness in the next few years? And how is Equinox? Well, obviously you have the hotel coming out, but what do you see really? What do you see the future of fitness looking like in the next two or three years going forward? Uh, well, I think technology is going to have a tremendous impact on fitness. Um, it already is, right? We see a lot of these nascent apps and things that are coming out, ways in which people are interacting with information to become more empowered and knowledgeable about their health and fitness. I think that influence is only going to increase, which is going to put more pressure on the deliverer of services to meet people in the technological sphere. Not to say that the bricks and mortar service will go away, but definitely will affect how we communicate, schedule, interact, um, how we deliver information and expertise will be tremendously impacted by technology. And, and I think that's, I mean, it's good to see you move in that direction. Now, just to share a little anecdote and then, then, uh, we'll, we'll log off here. I teach, uh, in a, I teach, uh, exercise science in a junior college and I brought, and it's for a, a personal trainer program. It's specifically for the students to earn a personal trainer credential. And I brought the students into the Equinox here in Carlsbad, California. And I have, I had one student who got really mad at me, David, because he's an older gentleman. He's getting ready to retire from his first career. He's a senior director at his company, a regional director, and he got mad at me because he walked out. He goes, man, he's like, I didn't want it. He's like, now that I know about this club, he's like, I'm never going to be able to walk back in and work out at my normal gym again. And he lives too far away to be able to visit the Equinox, but he's definitely, he's over 50 and he's, he wants to do fitness. It's just like his retirement career. And he was really, he, he's looking forward to seeing uh, more of the Equinox clubs coming in down into San Diego. But he was really mad at me. So he's like, man, he's like, how can I go back and work at my gym after you brought me in and experience this place? Um, <laughs> mad at me from a joking way. But how, yeah. can, how, how can people find out more about infor uh, more information about Equinox? And do you have a blog or, or anything that people can follow if they want the benefits without, if they can't access a club locally? Um, I don't, but they can log on to Equinox.com and they can see our website. And on that website, you will see clubs that are uh, currently in operation as well as those that are coming up. So there are announcements that are made on our uh, website on a regular basis that will uh, 
share that information. So that's probably the best place to go. And you can also look for us on social media and uh, read about us there. Okay. Well, David, thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. You indicated you had a heart out, so um, I want to thank that. Any any final thoughts for for people in terms of how they can do how they can do something today to to change one thing today to move towards a healthier lifestyle? Um, my parting words of advice would be to not overthink it. Keep it simple. Uh, the most profound changes are usually small lifestyle incremental choices that add up to big things. So look for the lowest hanging fruit on the tree, dedicate yourself to it, and uh, let it all be iterative after that. David, thank you for your time. David uh, Harris, the Vice President of Healthy Human Performance for Equinox Fitness. Uh, have a great day, and I look forward to speaking with you sometime in the future. Thanks a lot, Pete. Take care. Based on that conversation, I hope you can understand why I wanted to sit down and speak with David Harris. Um, I just feel that Equinox is doing things so differently than most health club companies. I really, and, well, and I say this from a consultant who's worked with a number of different health clubs, and I'm not going to spell out any names. I'm not going to call anybody out on it because um, some health clubs are doing a great job. There's some terrific people doing some excellent work out there in the field, but I really do feel that Equinox is far and away head and shoulders above most of the other health clubs in the industry. Now, they're not the most affordable. I mean, meaning they, they are expensive. But you really you get what you pay for. You get a quality of service that is unparalleled with other with other companies within the industry. So if you're a health and fitness enthusiast, or if you've just you know if you've had a bad experience at other health clubs and you live in an Equinox market, I really just recommend you go in and check them out. Um, you know, it's, it's like going to once you know the analogy I always tell people is once you stay at a Ritz Carlton, it really ruins your experience for staying anywhere else. Because, you know, once you've had top-level top service, it really does. It changes your expectations about what the experience can be. And Equinox certainly does that with health clubs, especially for a large-scale operator. And that's one of the reasons, again, why I want to highlight what they're doing well. They do it well consistently across 80-some different health clubs, and they're growing. <laughs> you know, sometimes when you ask somebody from the senior leadership team, they have to stop and think about how many clubs they operate at that moment because they've added so many. But I really, I just want to give you an idea of what the health club experience could be or, or can be at certain operators. Sure, you can go to a local neighborhood gym that's run by a couple, you know, a couple strength training enthusiasts, my, my gentle word for meatheads. Um, but you know, what, you, what kind of service are you going to get? You know, one thing, one thing I always recommend to people is when you're shopping a health club, look around and ask, ask how long some of the staff has been there. That's important. I mean, David having been more than 25 years with a health club is very important. And that's not uncommon for members of, of the management team and the senior executive team of that company. They've grown as that company has grown. You know, with some health clubs, you go in there and they change, you know, they may change managers. They may change staff almost on a quarterly or biannual basis. And that can be the nature of the beast. But a company that, that, has, that has longevity among its employees is going to be able to cater to a higher level of service. So again, my whole purpose with, with interviewing David is not to really get not to give a, an infomercial for Equinox. That's really not my intention. But what I wanted to do was to help you understand what the health club experience can be, and the fact there are health clubs out there looking at how exercise influences our sleep, looking at how exercise influences us on a cellular level. 
because it really is. I mean, we have to face it, folks. You know, with all the healthcare debate going on, we are going to be much more responsible for our own individual healthcare going forward. That means having to be having to exercise, be physically active, having to make smart decisions. And it wouldn't it be great to join a health club that thinks about these things for you? So it takes a lot of guesswork out of the type of exercise that you should be doing. So hopefully you got a lot out of that conversation. If you're enjoying All About Fitness, please do do me a favor. Take a moment. Give me a rating. However you're listening to me, whether it's on iTunes. I've recently put up, I've recently put up the All About Fitness podcast channel on YouTube, and that's the title of it, the All About Fitness podcast. I will be uh, soon coming, coming up to give you a little peek behind my curtains, um, so to speak, but I'm going to be coming up with equipment reviews. I'm also doing a really cool series of speaking with equipment inventors. So that way it gives you an idea about some of the people who've invented some of the equipment that you might be using in the gym today. Thanks for your time. As always, you can contact me, Pete, at PeteMcCallFitness.com. You can follow me on Instagram, PeteMcCall underscore fitness, or you can follow me on Twitter, PeteMC underscore fitness. Thanks for stopping by. Stay fit and have a great week. 